brilliant beauties. We are officially here at the Lazy Overachiever, and I am super excited to be with you for many reasons. For those of you who are absolutely new to our new podcast, you know that we've been tinkering with subject matters that go all the way from being safe enough to be still in your body, your mind, your spirit, all the way through the reality that it's really important for you to reclaim your time and drink a little less coffee, according to some of our experts, because it's really important for you to be regulated fully, as fully as your heart desires. So you can align with whatever those big sprints are that you have going on, those big overachieving aligned goals that light you up and make your body on fire, but still honoring that you have to slow down to listen, to hear what your inner brilliance is saying, which is why there would be no better time than for me to introduce this gorgeous, potent human who literally lights up every single room that she walks in. Beyond the fact that Madeline McRae is a four-time, four-time multi-million dollar founder. Like we could stop there and end the rest of the show, right? Beyond that, she has receipts, she has history. She's so humble. She's so human. She's so aligned with her truth as she evolves and gives herself that permission to grow in whatever direction feels juicy and good to her. I could not have her on the TLL. So welcome. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. I love that intro. <laughs> that so sweet. Oh, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, Nikita. That is me. Speak <laughs> truth out there. I love it. Yeah. You are amazing. And I meant every single word. You, I had the opportunity to be invited to your recent book launch of the Tenacious Pursuit of Peace. Yes, 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 right there. And she is, again, a best-selling author because this is not your first book, but no. this is one that is really dear to your heart and very personal, um, even more personal than your previous one, I think, which was specifically designed for your son. Yes, the unusual penguin. <laughs> and in the wonderful launch that you did and the reading of your stories, you really gave me personally, some insight into the heart of you that I mm. hope that the listeners can um, share and embrace with you today as they get to know a little bit about what you're doing in the world today. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you for that. I, I, my, my goal is to serve deeply. And um, in order to serve deeply, there's a lot of self-knowledge, a lot of letting go, a lot of allowing, yeah. and I'm just so excited to chat with you about this concept of being a lazy overachiever, um, because it's just such a critical component yeah. of high achievement that most high achievers don't think about, yeah. right? That the idea of the pause and the allowing mm -hmm. is just, it's just something that I'm leaning into more and more because without it, you end up burning out, right? And getting sick and being forced to rest <laughs> in a non-fun way than mm -hmm. if you fill it in. So yeah. Yeah. No, I love that you're in alignment with, and I know that word is coming up. That's probably like the fifth time I said it because that's what I see and feel when we're in space with each other. Mm -hmm. There's so much alignment, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I am one of those people for anyone who's been show been following this show or the Balanced Bully podcast, I speak from my heart. 
100,000%. Mm-hmm. And that is something that comes up a lot because you're in this space right now, just from our pre-conversations, our agreement conversations of really embracing that next story, not just yes. new chapter, right? Oh, yes. But that next story, which is why oh, yes. I love that you wrote a whole new story yes. for yourself where yes. you could have chapterized in a social media post, your sure. tenacious pursuit of peace, but you really wanted to lean in fully to all the experiences with the different, very personal stories, very potent mm-hmm. stories that mm-hmm. you share throughout. And I would love for you to just give a little context about why you felt it was so important for you to take what could be personal conversation, Sherry's for, for your advisory board and your personal mm-hmm. kitchen table circle sure. and gift it to the world. Yeah. Um, I have had a book on my heart for a long time. I would say since really truly knocking at the door of my heart since 2018, right? So, so it's been several years. I've had it kind of in my consciousness for a while, yeah. but really knocking, like taking actionable steps. I hired someone to help me write and pitch to uh, big publishers. I hired a book, a book coach, a content coach, and it just didn't come together, didn't come together, didn't come together. And I couldn't quite figure out what I wanted to say. Yeah. And one of my uh, very dear book coaches, actually her words are on the back of the books, Sam Horn. She, mm-hmm. um, she told me something in 2021. She said, Madeline, your life is your lab and your story isn't done yet, mm-hmm. right? You're still in it. You're still living it. You're still evolving it. Yeah. And I took those words really to heart. I didn't take them at a criti- as a criticism at all. I mean, this was after three solid months of working together weekly right? Yeah. So yeah. it was, it was very clear that this is not the moment. And um, what I noticed happened in my own life is that there were certain things that had to complete before these doors could open, yeah. right? So I've had a coaching and consulting firm focused on home improvement professionals and helping them tactically in their businesses. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a coaching part, did a lot of deep personal work, but it was always one-on-one privately I very rarely shared that publicly. Mm-hmm. And um, it was only after I finished my business home pro toolbox, which mm-hmm. is still chugging along doing this thing. Yeah. Um, and it actually didn't achieve what I thought it would achieve. It didn't hit this meteoric success the way I thought that it would. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes our greatest gifts are the ones like the unanswered prayers that that's right. God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. So, but sometimes not doing what you thought you were going to do allows that door to open. Yes. And I remember um, I'm, I'm a really, I pray really deeply. I'm an yeah. intense person, right? If I do it, I do it intensely. I don't just like yeah. think around with it. I'm in it. And like, so, I'm not tinkering. I'm not tinkering. <laughs> I'm either in or I'm out. I'm not like right. medium kind of yeah. in-ish. And yeah. if I'm in-ish, then I get out <laughs> because it doesn't feel good to me, right? right. So um, I was praying once and I was I do this thing called joyful journaling, which is you pour out your gratitudes and then you let spirit speak as yes. you write. And I really love it. Um, it's a really beautiful way for me to journal. Mm-hmm. And in one of my journaling moments, it was that like, keep doing what you're doing, carry on, but this is the doorway, not the end goal, mm. right? So don't get overly attached to the result. Allow, allow, allow. Yeah. And um, when I finally was in a place that I could allow, that I could let the story out. Mm-hmm. I thought I was still still thinking I was going to write a business book with a little bit of personal development. That's right. the book I started writing. Those agendas. Yeah. I had an agenda. I had this vision of who I wanted myself to be. Yeah. And um, 
it was in January of 2023 that I had already written three chapters. I had the outline. I had I was working with another book coach. She was amazing. We were getting so much done. I was loving it. And I was very much tracking like how many words, how many, how far am I? And um I one weekend I sat down and I wrote one of the chapters, actually the first chapter I read during our my book launch. Yeah. And um, it's the socks chapter for anyone who gets the book. And um, it was so different than everything mm -hmm. else I had written. And I sent it to the book coach and I said, oh my gosh, this is so different. Like, I think it's a totally different book and I don't know what to do about it. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Actually, I think it's my favorite chapter. Mm -hmm. but it sounds like a different book. And she replied back with no notes. It's great. Keep going. I see why you think that, but it's not a different book. Just keep writing. Okay. And so I just wrote and wrote and wrote, and I wrote two chapters in a week, which is a little nuts. Like that's a lot of, lot of writing to do. That's a lot of flow. Yeah, that's a lot of flow in addition to my regular life and job. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, and being a parent and all the things, right? You know, all, the, all the things, right? <laughs> and um, I, when she read those two chapters, mm -hmm. she called me and said, you know, I have good news and, and bad news. What do you want first? And of course the good news. And the good news was I'd found my voice, my mm. voice as an author. And what it was, was stories. Yeah. I love stories. I love to tell stories. I like to listen to stories. Mm -hmm. I love stories. Yeah. And that's what I had written, stories. Mm -hmm. And really this in this very specific way that I write, which is I'm going to throw you in the middle and then I'm going to pull you back. Mm -hmm. And I let the story do the teaching yeah. and I didn't force it. And I only yeah. did like maybe... 10% or less of talking to the reader. Okay. And everything else was just telling the story, mm -hmm. right? Telling the story. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, that's the great news. You found your voice. Many authors don't, right? This authentic voice. Mm -hmm. And that's brilliant. Like, well done. This is your, this is you. Yeah. She said, the bad news is you do have to rewrite those first three chapters. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so the good what, news does set you up. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So the, the, that was a long answer to the question of why. And for me, the why did I feel compelled to do this is that um, most people tell their stories from the middle. Yeah. They tell the highlight reel once they've already passed the threshold of the difficulty. Come on. And for me, that's been really disempowering mm -hmm. because I've watched people's stories mm -hmm. and I've seen, observed my life and been like, what is my dysfunction? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> What's wrong with me? And I really wanted people to share in those really difficult moments in my life yeah. so that they could see in their own lives those moments of difficulty and know that that's not the end of the story. That's right. right? That's not your defining moment. Mm -hmm. That's your like moment of intense potential purification and, mm -hmm. and can be a glorification moment when you get through it and you triumph over these dark moments. Yeah. And I wanted people to know what is possible for them, right? I'm yeah. just a regular girl from the suburbs of Detroit, mm -hmm. right? Blue collar family. Mm -hmm. And I was able to do it. And if I can, you can. Yes, 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 yes. Alignment, right? <laughs> because you know from Selfish, it was very much not wanting to skip through the hard. Yes. To say, oh, look at how great things are right. now. And it's like, hey, no, yeah. like. Let's set the context with giving you probably more history than you 
bartered for, like that you thought you were going to get, but to really give you the context so you could see the human. And you can also understand to your point, because you're, you're regular in the sense that you're not normal and normal is not necessary. Right. Which, you know, I stand by completely, but you're also regular in the sense that you're not, you're not this untouchable human that lives behind a glass house that no one can access. You're like, no, I go to the supermarket. I move around. I, you know, I'm out here in the dirt with my kid. Like (laughs) I'm being, you know, a human. And I feel like the way that you shared, because I'm still waiting for my copy in the order, by the way, in in the mail, just just saying. Um, Like I know what's on my, I know what's on the way, but she was sold out people at the launch and then had to have another book launch and was sold out again. So I'm (laughs) waiting for my physical, but for the short stories that you read, it was showing that you were powerful and audacious and ambitious and amazing. And in parentheses, you're human. And yeah. not everyone can set the tone and the context for that because they're so in their ego when mm-hmm. they're sharing stories about oh. their life. They want to paint the picture that everything was grand um, or everything was the worst. And, you know, if, if I can do it, you could do it too, but in a very minimizing way. And I didn't get that from what yes. you were sharing. Yes. Oh my gosh. So when I started writing this book uh, in the new way, right? In the yeah, new book, yes. right. I, I had this, um, actually throughout, I think even throughout the process, I had this, um, I, I think concern is a good word to say, worry, concern, fear that I was just like self-aggrandizing. Like, mm-hmm. let me tell you how great I am. Mm-hmm. Let me lay out all my successes. I'm so wonderful. You should mm-hmm. be wonderful like me. And I like, but I hate it when people right. do that. Like there are right. certain people out in the, you know, um, business and personal development space who are just like, I'm the best. Look at my jet. Look at my car. Look at my, all oh, my cool stuff. And I'm like, wow. Right. Hubris right. much. And right. it has been a really important thing for me and you'll hear it in just in my book like that journey of what is humility and learning how to be humble and to be in your gift without being um without being overly puffing yourself up so I had a really deep desire to serve Mm -hmm. and I actually wrote a prayer that I would pray every day or every time I sat down to write and I grappled with, should I share it or should I not share it in the book? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm Christian and it's a very full on Christian prayer, right? We're going to pray in the way that I pray. Mm -hmm. And um, it's also very personal. Like the way that I speak to the Lord is like as a beloved and it's very personal and I, it's like a love letter almost. Mm -hmm. And that felt like, Oh, that's a lot to share. And it's actually the very last couple pages of the book. I shared Mm. there because it's um, so important. And there's one little moment that resonated in this prayer. It says, let me not stand in the way blocking you, but in your loving mercy, guide me to be an entryway, a portal to you and you alone. Mm-hmm. And for me, yes. whether you're a you know religious person or not, the divine is that higher part of us, right? Yeah. Like, no matter what your faith tradition, like I want people to be inspired to move more into who they are, into Absolutely. all of who they are. And I wanted my book and my stories and even my life, my public part of my life, the part yeah. that people will observe 
to be that invitation, to be that entryway point, Mm -hmm. not to be the aspirational destination. Yeah. No, I I receive that. One of the things that comes up, and I'm sure you get that too, as uh, a leadership, personal development, and business expert, and all the, the ways that those very valid hats weave together for the work mm-hmm. that you do in the world and your public life, to mm-hmm. use your terminology. I'm sure you come across this when people will say, how? How do you do what you do? And they don't mean it from like what, where you got your certifications, okay. where you went to school, right? <laughs> right? Like it's more of like, how are you being all that you are that feels so genuine, that feels so integrated and showing up so powerfully? And when people ask some version of that, for me, I'm like, listen, God first. That's not a judgment mm-hmm. of where you sit on the other side of that in your yeah. spiritual journey, or right. if you are denouncing that as a part of your life because you're right. not feeling connected. And I always say, like, you you don't want me to give you the textbook answer. You want the truth, right? right? right. And the right. truth is the inner brilliance of me is directly connected to the vine of God that I call yes. God. Yeah. And I won't minimize that because it's not PC to right. say, um, just right. like you on the other side of this conversation that's listening to us right now might say, well, you know, I'm not Christian or Catholic or Muslim or any particular organized yeah. religion, yeah. but I do have faith in the higher mind of the collective yeah. and right. higher consciousness. And what I'm hearing you say is in order for you to move through and get to the other side of you, just connect deeper. And if that deeper is deeper within yourself and you haven't identified it as a specific name, fine, just connect deeper. Uh, Because the reality is on our side, for people who are faith believing, is the deeper of the connecting inside of you is the God in you that you're connecting to that has stitched you together. Right, right. And the way that I hear it, the way that I think about it for myself is that you know, when you think about all the different sort of uh, world world religions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big world religions. Mm-hmm. They all believe in a God who speaks in a whisper. Yeah. Right? A God who speaks in quiet spaces. Yeah. Or a God who speaks in a moment of, um, like, in the thunder, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. in these nat- big nat- nat- nature-driven loud yeah. moments, in the wind, in the thunder, but mm-hmm. also in the quiet, like, in the quiet whispering. Mm-hmm. How many times does a prophet in any faith, religion, go to the mountains to pray or remove themselves from the world in order to have that, that interpersonal relation. Yes, honey. Right. That's what I call being intentionally selfish, make space. That's exactly (laughs) it. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's that, that's the inner quiet. And if you are so busy doing Mm -hmm. and you don't ever get busy being, you miss the inner whispering. And that's where those little nudges happen, right? That's where those little inspirational, like, oh, what if I could share that? What if it wasn't inappropriate for me to share the hardest, most devastating moment of my life? Yeah. What if that actually is exactly the doorway, right? What if that is exactly the words that someone's going to read who's had a similar experience or a worse experience, or maybe a similar experience in a wildly different way, like who's had a similar devastating experience happen in their life. And they suddenly feel permission to be seen. Yes. Right. Like sometimes those things that are not PC to share Mm -hmm. those things that you wouldn't commonly chat about at dinner table, they do still need space. They need space within you. So you can, 
resolve them, but they need space in the world to be because things are less scary when you bring them into the light, mm -hmm. right? Things are always scarier in the dark yes. and it's hidden and in the unknown. And if I'm willing to put mine into the light, then maybe someone else will be inspired to bring theirs into the light with a therapist or yeah. with a trusted advisor. It doesn't have to be my way, right? And that's part of a core belief for me is that my way is my very, very Madeline way, right? Mm -hmm, Which is mm -hmm. gentle and strong and bold and deeply human and aligned, right? Mm -hmm. But I am not going to shy away from the fact that I'm bold, bright, and ambitious. I'm not going to shy away from the fact that one day I'm going to have a $100 million business. Like, come on, this is just, just put it out there, right? Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. capable. I can. When people are like, what's your why? Because I can. Like, mm -hmm. it's fun and I can. I get to, right? Yes. So I think that there's each person if you're a more calm, quiet, want to be in the background person, mm -hmm. go be that. Yes. Yay. Yes. I love it for you. Mm -hmm. Right. My path is a path. It's mm -hmm. my path. It's yeah. not the path. Yeah. That's really important, especially for the top line of just your goal of inspiring people, yes. giving them hope, giving them victory, which again, yes. I have to yeah. use the A word. There's alignment, right? Like it's, it's like the word, the word somewhere that is going to be the title of the show, title. right? It has to be alignment, That's right? <laughs> but in in the pursuit of that, and the fact that you are setting it up for people of all different backgrounds, of all different stories, of all different chapters of their lives, to see that there is opportunity for expansion. Hmm. And not necessarily always connected to monetary expansion, although we're not yeah. excluding that because we love yeah. money. We want money. It's good. Yeah, it's love. helpful. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Right. Yeah. All, all the things. <laughs> and in parentheses, hmm. there's so much more. Yeah. And I feel when, you know, whether it's perusing your website, reading the book, hearing your stories, li listening to you on other interviews and podcasts and shows and all the things, you're very consistent in mm -hmm. your growth across the multiple organizations that you've grown, that you've birthed out across a lot of the, the givings of an expert that you give, right? You know, there's the LinkedIn Madeline, right? Like there's, yes. there's yes. that more formal version of you. And there's also the playful and it's all consistent and the through line mm -hmm. is there. And I think the modeling of that is the most important because people can hear you say, oh, you don't have to be in your ego. Oh, you can, you know, create these amazing, impactful organizations. You can do all yeah. this and still be playful, but then they, mm -hmm. don't, they don't see that side. Right. And I feel right. like you can see, you can see that in your headshots. Like you can see. <laughs> yes. Like you can, you literally are embodying it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm standing in, we need more of that. Oh, we I need love that. more yeah. of that. And, yeah. and that you're reflecting it in your beingness and your mm -hmm. actions and your showing up is way more powerful than even someone just listening to this episode because they can go to wherever you are in the world, which of course you'll tell people what to find you sure. when yeah. we're done. But I'm like, oh, this is legit. Like this isn't just a pretend. Right. And so right. many people are struggling with their personal identity right now mm -hmm. as they're navigating changes, leaving, uh, which you are perfect 
perfect expert to speak to this, leaving one type of organization to create another, but feeling worried about that because you know you've been identified as this woman oh, yes. who's a master at this thing. Yes. What do you mean you're not going to be author? What do you mean that you're now doing leadership? What do you mean that, right? Like, yes. but all of yes. them are layers of you. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? So, oh my gosh, so much to say about so many of that. So much of that. Um, so the first thing I want to say, Nikita, is that this is not easy, yeah. right? Don't let my lightheartedness, my mm -hmm. like, hey, let's laugh about it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you about the hardest part of my life. That was great. No, it sucked hard, like yeah. so hard, crying yeah. under my desk, not dripping down my face. Like that's real, right? Yeah. Really real. Yeah. It is not easy to live aligned the way I live. It is challenging right? Mm -hmm. Flipping, challenging is flip. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's stronger language, but I'm trying to be PC up in here, right? Like, you know, I, it is not easy, right? Yeah. There's a lot of deciding and there is a lot of choosing yeah. what is the higher good, not what is the easiest thing or what is the, and there's so much of me, you know, as a parent, right? I have a child who has autism. Mm -hmm. He's a level one. So that means he's, he's, very high functioning mm -hmm. and still can be so challenging. And sometimes I'm going to admit, I take the easy way out. Sometimes I'm like, dude, here's your phone. Enjoy the shows. Ciao. Right. Like, right. That's true. Right. Like I just, I can't take it for one more second. If I have to talk about this game that you're obsessed with today, what for one hot more second, like this is the last comment you get to make about that. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and there are days when I lose my shit completely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am human. I am normal. I am yes. normal. And like, I live a daily life. I have normal things. Like I stress out over, does this necklace match this dress? Like I like normal stuff like that. We mm -hmm. all have these things. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I have decided, and it took me years of practice and effort to do is not to wear a mask, not yes. to wear a facade is to be me. Right. Because yes. wearing a facade is tiring. Mm -hmm. And then you have to put it on and take it off and put it on and take it off. But for me, what you get is what you get. Like I'm going to yes. behave the same way mm -hmm. in a meeting with my employees as I do in a meeting with a client, as I do in a meeting with a friend, right? Yes. Like this, I am a consistently myself mm -hmm. because I have learned who I am. Yes. Softened the sharp edges that drive people away because there mm -hmm. are more sharp edges. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. have built bridges over the difficult parts and I acknowledge what I'm bad at. And what yeah. I suck at and what I'm, and there are neurotic parts of me that I'm like, oh my gosh, like it is what it is. Right. Like, so, but that's, it's, it's, it's all of me and it's not easy. Right. It's yeah. not, um, it's not something that has happened by, by chance. Yeah. And it's not something that has happened quickly. Right. It's taken me years to yeah. live in this deeply aligned way, you know, where, before I would have something happening in my life or I'd be doing something, it would take me weeks or months to figure out like, why am I so perturbed about this? Mm. Now I'm perturbed because I'm out of alignment. I feel it. I, I take a pause. I figure it out. I have multiple conversations with multiple advisors and people and yes. friends and family, figure it out. And the two days later, a day later, a couple hours later, depends on the thing. I'm clear on what it is and I'm clear on the path, yeah. right? That's taken years of effort. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's that this, this sense of alignment, it's something I tenaciously pursue. Right. Mm -hmm. And for yeah. me, the heart of alignment is peacefulness. Yes. Right. Deep inner peace 
no matter the waves happening in and around my life, because we all have waves. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to be in the ship without waves. Yeah. Right? But you can have calm underneath mm-hmm. the waves. Yeah. And that, that has been my pursuit. And there's no way to get there without alignment, at least not Absolutely. for me. Yeah, no, I love that. I, you know, you know, I'm like uh, a little bit of a rain woman and the way that I hear things and the colors yeah. and mnemonics and all the things that come in. And um, as you were painting your truth out there and making it very tangible for people to see, there were some strong nuggets that kind of rules out of what you said. Start, be- you got to begin somewhere yeah. and know that it is not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it at the end of it. You also kind of highlighted the fact that when it comes to decision-making, there's easy choices and then there's choices that are the best Mm -hmm. for whatever the outcome is that you're doing, which you call, you reference the higher good. Yes. Knowing that as someone listening to the show who's struggling with a decision, whatever the decision is, you know, what what job should I take? Should I accept this client or not? Should I partner with this partner for my business? Should I pitch this business? Like whatever it is that people are listening to right now and they're struggling with from relationally to financially, you can use what Madeline just suggested, which is know that you have to start, right? You you have to start. You have to do the inner work. There's no way around it. And it can be juicy and wonderful and fulfilling because I heard you lean into that too. Yeah. Not just totally. the yucky yeah, pieces. yeah, yeah. No, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like a, a beautiful, brutal kind of thing. Right? Beautiful, brutal. And when you get to that sticky space, which is going to come up many, many times, I heard you say, be aware that there's mm-hmm. going to be something that you could easily do that may not be the highest good for you. And just kind of anchor into that as you're listening to this thinking, like, how do I make this decision to join or not join? How do I make this decision to separate myself from maybe a toxic person, place, or thing. Yeah. Easier, easier thing to do best for higher good. So I think that that was like some really juicy nuggets in what you shared as you painted kind of the tangible space of I'm a human and this is what my humanity journey has looked like for me. Right. Right. And a highlight reel. So I just want to point that out. Thank you. And I, I also feel like there's a, um, you know, so often we want to, we want to, judge ourselves on what our bank accounts look like on our Mm. financial statements. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I will boldly assert that my financial statements have been the slowest measure, right? Mm -hmm. They're the lagging measure by a long flipping shot, right? Mm -hmm. There are Mm -hmm. other parts of me that were way ahead Mm -hmm. of my finances, right? And, you know, it's beautiful thing that they're now getting in a very beautiful place of congruence. Yay, yay, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Been decades in the work, right? Yeah. And lots yeah. of... Mm-hmm. And that money is what I consider the cheapest measure of wealth, yeah. right? Because money is a renewable resource. You can always get more of it. But relationships and mm-hmm. self-satisfaction and alignment and yes. fulfilling work and mm-hmm. um, impact. There's so yeah. many ways. One of my mentors told me, once Madeline, you are wealthy in so many ways. And it was such a gift to me Mm -hmm. to disassociate the singularity of wealth being money. And Mm. there is financial wealth too. And that's important. And I said, bring it like we all, yes, yes, more of it, please ready for it, bring it. And I say it aloud every time because the universe needs to hear me say, I love money and Mm -hmm. I want more of it. 
right? And, yes. I, and I can have more of it and I will have more of it and I am yes. having more of it, right? That's I say right. it because the That's universe right. needs to hear it, right? So yes. that aligned action, right? The universe mm -hmm. hears what you say and sees what you do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, um, but money is only a measure yes. of wealth. And there's so many ways to enjoy those riches. Now, I went on a rant a little bit just now about how hard that is, mm -hmm. but it's also rich, Yeah. right? Rich. Think about mining. Mining is loud and dirty and mm -hmm. smelly and way deep down in the earth. But what yes. do you get out of it, right? Yes. Most precious things are hidden under the crust. If you keep going. If you keep going, right? You can't mm -hmm. be like, oh, this is so tiring. Mm -hmm. uh. mm -hmm. Right? You do yeah. have go through. And it, here's one thing that I want to just for the people listening, because this was in my heart, is yeah. that when you're in that moment where you truly feel like you're ready to give up, right? Mm -hmm. When you're really in a dark moment, yeah. instead of thinking like, oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong? Remember that that's actually a symptom of doing it exactly right. Mm. Yes, yes, so when, yes, when yes. In the struggle, when you're in the hard, if you know it's, if you expect it to be not a walk in the park, mm -hmm. you can be like, oh, look at me, I'm killing it. Yeah. That's that, um, from a personal trainer kind of perspective, that's that when you feel that resistance, yeah, your freedom is on the other side of that. That's, that's a right. good burn. Oosh. That's a good <laughs> thing. Yes. yes. It's worth it. Right. When yes. I was talking to my son, I got tired. I'd been in labor for so long and I, I, he was just, he's the way he is now. Like he's cozy person. He does not want to leave his normal. He is happy there. And he was like, I'm not coming out of this womb because I'm happy here. And mm -hmm. you know, what's on the other side? Who knows? I don't, I'm not sure. And <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. And the doctor's like, he's, he's, he's crowning. Like he, right. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm done. And I was just exhausted. I just couldn't, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm just done. The baby's yeah. not coming out anyways. I'm just done. And I just like gave up. And the doctor's like, you have to push. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I just resist. So many women relate to this moment I'm right now. <laughs> I'm done. Not you. I'm done. And so they put a mirror mm -hmm. so I could see the baby. Yeah. See his little teeny tiny head. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to see it. That's going to be gross. And then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, my baby. Mm -hmm. And I was able to have the courage yeah. to just push through my exhaustion, push through the moment, just really bring that baby into the world. Yeah. And I think of that so often as so many of us, we're just tired. We're like, I'm yeah. done. I'm just, yeah. I'm done. It's been too much. I'm done. And yeah. we're like, you're so close though. And they're like, but I don't feel like I'm close. I feel like it's going to take me 800 more years. And I'm just, how, how do I know I'm close? And having those people around you who are wise enough to show you the mirror. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, it's actually right here. It's just yeah. one tiny little bit more yeah. and you're going to have this beautiful thing, person what, that you've been creating. Yes. It's going to be here in the world, just mm -hmm. one little bit more. And that's a big piece for me is making sure that you have those wise people who know to go get the mirror for you, yeah. to be the mirror for you so yes. that you have the courage to make it through those difficult moments. Oh, I love that. They activated what was already in you. You just needed the a little needed. activation. I got nothing left. I needed someone to find the last little drip of willingness yes. left because I was out. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm nothing left. Yes. It's not happening today. We'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I love the story of this, the birthing process in, in and of itself. God knows I can relate to it. But on so many, so many levels down to like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, not all it. of it. Not but, it. 
I know that there are people who are listening to this feeling like that in so many different areas of their life. Like there's nothing else for me to give. And when you take that moment, that moment that you had to be activated, to see your son about to enter into the world, you also unconsciously, like you weren't aware of it, but you were taking a breath. It, it was a little bit of a rest. silent rest that was there. Yeah. And we all need more of those moments, which might be a few seconds. It might be two minutes of blowing bubbles when you're at work and you're like, I'm about to pop off on my coworker, right? Like, you know, or this vendor has no idea who they're dealing with, right? Like whatever it is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just take a breath. And if you need to get your own mirror, which sometimes you have to when you just don't have the resources. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have my advisors on speed dial. I don't have coaches or mentors or whatever. Of course, we want you to move towards that. But in the interim right now, find your version of Mira to just give you a little bit more of that drip that Madeline's talking about. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit more so you can get back in step with your own tenacious pursuit of peace. Mm, mm, yum. Yes. My, my, one of my little personal favorite mirror moments is when I really need to be like, okay, Madeline, get it together. I say this really inspiring thing to myself. Mm-hmm. I say, get your shit together. <laughs> That's my like, get it together. Be, come on. And I say it often, like, all right, Madeline, yeah. get your shit together. Come on. And yeah. it's not meant it's, that's really my like little inner rallying. Plan. You're coaching you yourself. Yeah. You can do this. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I just stand with my hands on my, like on my hip bones in a Superman pose. Yeah. Feet apart, mm-hmm. Posture full stand up. Mm-hmm. And I count to like, as long as it takes mm-hmm. for me to feel it. And I'm like, superwoman. I put my cape back on. I'm like, all right, I got this. And that's my own inner when I, when I have like four minutes between calls and I'm feeling drained and I got, feel like I got nothing else. I'm like, all right, get your shit together. Come on. You can do this. I got this. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that, that, little that little inner mirror moment that's one of those little practical things I actually do (laughs) no I love it I I have similar ones too I yeah yeah uh, we we still have to do a part two on on so many levels because your alignment that's my 25th time saying it today but (laughs) it matters tell Mm. everyone how they can connect with you to get more of your thread, your through line, your consistency of how you show up in the world. Oh, thank you for that. Um, you can go to my website, which is madelinemccray.com. Um, you can find me on all the socials, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. You know, Nikita was saying that LinkedIn is more of my polished presence. That's Madeline, CEO of Legacy Leadership Institute. You will see me on that way on LinkedIn. Um, and you can find me there. Um, you can also check out on Amazon my books, Tenacious Pursuit of Peace. And my little sweet book, if you have littles, or even if you just like a little sweet book, is Unusual Penguin. It's a sweet read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of a cheer jerker, so have Phoenixes. <laughs> <laughs> I love disclaimers. You know that. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. And I will say for everyone who's not watching but listening to this, make sure you go to the YouTube page for The Lazy Overachiever to see her just you know, for if you've already listened forward through to this last few minutes of the episode when she was like, that's Madeline CEO. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yes, that is exactly who I am. <laughs> I loved it. It was so powerful. 
You're awesome. Thank you so much for carving out time today. I know you have a very full schedule and you're just a light that I'm very grateful that our listeners got an opportunity to share in. So thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Lazy overachievers. I mean, how does it get better than this? This is amazing. Madeline is amazing. You are amazing. Thank you for showing up. But most importantly, remember to embrace a little bit more of your lazy so you can work less and trust your inner brilliance more. I will see you on the other side.